PM board bombs. Now, here's doctors Iltafat Hussein and Blake Briggs. Welcome back to another EM Board Bombs podcast where board studying continues to be enjoyable. My name is Blake Briggs. I'm joined today by Iltafat Hussein. I mean, you know, we need to take out the whole board studying stuff. Yeah. Lately, people have just been telling me they've been listening to the pod because they just appreciate, you know, listening to some pearls as they call them you know they say they listen to us for pearls one of my residents told me that they're like just appreciate your pearls there's actually a group of lawyers i heard have been listening to this just for entertainment purposes hey this is a continuing <laughs> series of a collaboration we have with asep's peer cert board review but it's a twist this question and module we're doing are part of an asep peer cert which basically is asep is modeling their peer cert questions after the ABEM writing process or creating questions to mirror how emergency medicine physicians manage specific presentations in their everyday practice. So it's pretty sweet, and we're pretty honored to do that with them. So for each 15-minute episode, you gain high-yield board knowledge, as we like to say, come for the stems, stay for the content. So let's mention some key highlights here before we get into this cool topic today about rapid bombs. Tell us more. Yeah. By the way, I think this is kind of like one of our hardest questions. Low key. One yeah, of our it hardest is. Questions. It's weird. A lot of people probably, <laughs> a lot of people probably are going to get this one wrong. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. You can follow us on EM Board Bombs. I think we passed five thousand followers mm-hmm. on Twitter, mm-hmm. right? Recently, pretty awesome. Um, I like to always promote um, our Rapid Bombs podcast. You can find that at emrapidbombs.supercast.com com and you can basically look at our show notes for that it's basically em board bombs but a tiktok version of it it's pretty nice uh we passed uh, 160 170 episodes something like that man we were really getting up there i mean the content has gotten absolutely insane uh we like to drop you know two to five minute episodes with high yield bombs and questions and answer format so they get seared into your memory look as blake and i've talked about before if you know, you're the type of person who wants to get short bursts of learning done throughout the week while working out or walking the dog, you know, EM Board Bombs is for you. Now, if you want to get into the nitty gritty details of pathology and you want to listen to a two hour long podcast about what's just one topic, it's probably not for you. There are plenty of other podcasts for that. Some of our colleagues have amazing podcasts for that, but it's not us. But if you want to get Quick hits of just general EM knowledge. You can sign up at emrapidbombs.supercast.com. Hey, I went. To, I took my kids to Harry Potter land. Oh, how was it? Um, it was great. They, they really loved you were going. They really loved it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really enjoyed it. You know. What was your favorite ride? Oh my gosh. Um, uh, you know, I'll have to say Hagrid's. Uh, was the oh, roller coaster? Did you take them on really the Forbidden nice. Journey? Of course. That was yeah, fantastic. The yeah. queue for that yeah. line is actually really amazing, too. It took forever. I can't believe you used the word queue. I mean, where is this coming from? Uh, yeah. Just my knowledge the, base. The wait. Yeah. Can we say the wait? You didn't you know, know that my uh, cousin designs theme parks? Okay. All right. Whatever. This guy. What? Hey, it was really what? fun, though. I really enjoyed it. I'm not it. making I, this you know, up. It was awesome. It blew his mind. Yeah, That's awesome. A lot of videos. I'll have to send them to you. Yeah. Please do. All right. Let's move on to uh, trip some people up here about this question. Oh, yeah, this is a difficult one. So a 22-year-old male who is an avid fan of Bear Grylls, the adventurer. I hope everyone has seen 
At least some of his episodes are fantastic. His fake episodes. <laughs> right, right. And, but he's not only a fan of Bear Grylls, but he also has the goal of being an influencer. So that's not a good combination. No, it's not. Not a good combination. So he decides to head out into the woods in the winter cold with the goal of surviving for 48 hours without any gear other than a Bear Grylls knife he purchased from Dick's Sporting Goods. He is live streaming his journey via Reddit live streams. Unfortunately, he forgot a compass and his phone appears to lose reception as he calls out for help to his followers 12 hours into his sojourn. Ooh, that's a big word. That's that's really impressive. It's a clever word. Yeah, it's a clever word. Luckily, his followers on Reddit are able to guide EMS to the scene. Unfortunately, his core temperature is 75 degrees Fahrenheit. Hmm. I'm not going to put, I guess I'll say 24.5 degrees Celsius. You need to respect the metric system. <laughs> this is America. Come on. <laughs> 76.1 degrees Fahrenheit. So here's the key part of the question and something that a lot of folks are going to trip up on. Which method provides the most rapid rewarming? Is it A, cardiac bypass, B, hemodialysis, C, thoracic lavage with warm fluids, or D, warm IV fluids and external warming? Hey, Dr. Briggs, what's the correct answer? Correct answer here is going to be choice A, cardiac bypass. Ooh. <laughs> You know, I feel like a lot of folks, you know, they might have selected C, you know, thoracic lavage. Or hemodialysis. hemodialysis. Yeah. You know, this is something, though, you, you kind of need to know. We'll get into this. This is going to be a pretty silly. short it's silly. answer here. I know. I know. But it's good to know. It's good to know. So cardiac bypass is going to be the most rapid method to rewarm, you know, your patient here, especially in this case. The bypass circuit warms the patient's blood, and the circuit runs many liters of flow per minute as it's designed to replace a patient's native cardiac output. Bypass can rewarm at a rate of approximately 9 degrees Celsius or per hour or around 16.2 degrees Fahrenheit per hour. Again, we, just, we should just really start to say Fahrenheit. Right? <laughs> this is even faster than venoarterial extracorporeal membrane oxygenation, also known as ECMO. ECMO. Which supplements, but does not necessarily replace native cardiac output. So really, it's cardiac bypass, right? Mm -hmm. Now, can you get into hemodialysis as well and some of those other things? Sure. So flows in hemodialysis are much slower than cardiac bypass. Think about it. The word says it itself. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Bypassing the heart. (laughs) You need to be pretty fast. Flows for hemodialysis are, are slower. Hemodialysis can rewarm a patient by approximately 2 to 4 Celsius per hour, or around 3.6 Fahrenheit per hour. You know, this is why I hate Fahrenheit. Have I gone on my Fahrenheit rant yet? Don't get into Fahrenheit. This is America, all right? Yeah, but so, it, I, love, I love our system in healthcare. We use a metric system, except in vitals. We use pounds and Fahrenheit. <laughs> but everything else is in the metric system. It's like the most... It is. Hodgepodge. I still remember in elementary school, my elementary school teacher saying, by the time you guys are done with college, you will not be using anything related to Fahrenheit. Why? Or Why are we still using it? <laughs> I don't know. 
No, really. I mean, what, I what is there someone out there holding us up? I mean, is someone listening to this podcast that they have an answer to this? Please drop an app review, give us five stars, and then comment on your thoughts on why we still use Fahrenheit. I like it. Is there someone literally sitting out there thinking that that's like why we should be using Fahrenheit? Like, there's a reason. I know. I know. It is. It is. You know, the whole vital sign thing. Is, Hashtag is rampage today. That's what we're doing. Okay. All right. Keep going. Keep going. So, really, to summarize what we've reviewed right now, bypass can rewarm at a rate of approximately nine degrees Celsius per hour. Whereas, like you just mentioned, human dialysis is going to be much slower. Mm-hmm. It's only going to be two to four degrees Celsius mm-hmm. per hour. And by the way, you shouldn't be learning or memorizing any of these numbers. Yeah. yeah Absolutely exactly. don't know these. Just know which one's faster. Don't. Exactly. Like you never need to know that for the rest of your life. All right. Thoracic lavage with warm fluids involves placing two chest tubes into one side of the chest wall, one superior, one inferior, and you're basically going to shoot in warm saline instilled into one tube, and it drains from the other one, obviously. This method is much less rapid. It's more invasive. It's definitely less rapid than cardiac bypass. It's about the same as hemodialysis. It warms for approximately three Celsius per hour. I'm not even going to read the Fahrenheit because I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm just done. I'm not even going to do it. Hey, tell us about warm IV fluids. That's the most common method yeah, by far. That is, right? Yeah, yeah. So warm IV fluids involve giving parenteral warmed crystalloid. Mm-hmm. And external rewarming can involve heated blankets, also known as the quote bear hugger <laughs> method as well that you can add on other than just the heated blanket. By the way, we're not sponsored by Bear Hugger, but if we are, yeah. Bear Huggers, uh, give us a shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. please. Happily, we'll take your sponsorship, right? Hot packs or warming the room uh, this technique has a wider range of options and thus a wider range of rewarming rates approximately 0.1 degrees celsius to 3.4 degrees celsius per hour that's quite a range a huge range mm-hmm. which is going to be much less rapid than cardiac bypass um but let's talk about a few other key things here yeah let's um, make it relevant yeah it, now we're really going to get into you know making something pretty relevant here um knowing what to do when someone comes in um, with hypothermia look we could you know if this was a nerdy podcast we'd go into like the nitty-gritty classifications of hypothermia mm, yes. all mm, this sure, other stuff sure. we're not going to do that we we're actually not, did that about two years that. ago yeah yeah we're not, we're not that was 2019 that. yeah that that was when you know we quickly realized our uh listenership uh just <laughs> wants to know the stuff yeah <laughs> wants to know the stuff but we will give you the range right so Let's get into it, Blake. Uh, we're going to run through this pretty quick. This is stuff you need to know. Mm-hmm. So here's the problem. I am rushing to convert everything you wrote down from Fahrenheit to Celsius. Ah, uh, this guy. <laughs> Hold on one second. I'm almost done. Okay, we're good. Because I don't memorize this. Every time they teach you a simple way to convert, I'm like, screw that. I'm not going to remember that. So greater than 90 degrees Fahrenheit, otherwise known as greater than 32 degrees Celsius for the rest of the world. <laughs> You can do passive external rewarming, such as heating up the room, you know, if they're in the recess room or in some type of trauma bay where you have access, if you're that lucky, to, you know, large heating lamps in the room, use that, and then blankets. All right? That's easy. Straightforward. Between 82 to 90 degrees Fahrenheit, otherwise known as 26 to like 32 degrees Celsius, you should do active external rewarming, as we talked about. But the big thing here, this is where it gets in that classic question you've seen on Rosh Review, and it's the trunk before the extremities. Because the problem is, is that if you heat up the extremities before the trunk or at the same time, 
This can lead to hypotension. So for this, you need to consider doing a bear hugger. Again, not sponsored, but interested. Bear hugger. Here's shouting at you. We're interested. Yeah. Very interested. And not B-E-A-R. It's B-A-I-R. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bear hugger. Yeah. That's a very clever way they did that. I just noticed that. Right? right. Very, very clever. clever. You know, it's just the bear necessities. Bear <laughs> that's, all, that's all you need. Just the bear hugger. That's so that's clever. So, true. so, so clever. True. Anyway, radiant heat. We talked about that. And here's where you start doing the warm water immersion. But really, mm. come on, just, just keep it simple. All you need is the bare necessities. And what's that? Bear hugger. Bear hugger. Now, that is different than passive external, right? So remember, passive external greater than uh, 90 degrees Fahrenheit, or what is that Celsius, Dr. Briggs? 32. You got it. That's going to be your passive external, just the heating up you know, the room, heated blankets. And then uh, this 82 to 90 degrees Fahrenheit. And Dr. Briggs, what is that? Uh, that's going to be 26 Celsius to about 32 Celsius. You got it. That's going to be your, you know, bear hugger. That's going to be considering things uh, like warm water immersion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Hey, let's stop with the last one here. This is the most severe case. So between 68 and 82 degrees Fahrenheit, otherwise known as 20 degrees Celsius to about 26 degrees Celsius you should do active internal rewarming. And this is going to be heated IV fluids. You know, you're breaking out all the stops here, right? Usually, of course, these patients are completely unresponsive at this point. They're comatose. Uh, you're going to be talking about ECMO or cardiac bypass or dialysis, whatever you can get your hands on. Obviously, most community shops, you're, you're not in any way going to have cardiac bypass. And you're certainly not going to convince, I hate to be realistic here, you're not going to honestly convince uh, certain people to come to the hospital at certain times to do cardiac bypass for certain patients. And so you're going to be stuck with certain items, and that's going to be the heated IV fluids that you're always going to have. Um, that possibly could mean dialysis. I think that's most readily available compared to ECMO or bypass. And also what you can have here is what we talked about earlier, the thoracic lavage, which honestly that is reserved for someone who feels comfortable doing that. That is a very critical care-esque specialist uh, technique that I wouldn't just take from this pocket and say, oh yeah, I can do that now. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So remember in this question, the patient had a temperature of 76 Fahrenheit. Actually, it was 76.1, which is a very annoying temperature. And that equals 24 Celsius. Mm-hmm. And the question was, what was the most rapid rewarming technique? And that is definitely going to be cardiac bypass in a perfect world where you can have everything available, like at ABM General. You got it. And that's all I got. That's all. Yeah, pretty straightforward question, but I think some good knowledge pearls here uh, that everyone can go away with. You know, it's really funny. Um, this is another shout out to Google and how they're creeping on me. Is that uh, I type in the conversion? You know, they do the calculator for me yeah. on Google's search results for Fahrenheit to Celsius, and then I enter in the search bar. Why does America use Fahrenheit? And it already knew I was going to ask that question. Yeah, yeah they typed it in for me. I said why, and it immediately said, "Does America use Fahrenheit?" Gosh, they're so good. They just know. They're so good. They just know everything. It's almost like they're, you know, tracking us. Anyway. Or maybe it's the um, microchip that you got after you got vaccinated. Yeah, exactly. Hey, take us out. So that's another board bomb delivered. And thank ASAP, our partners in this, and check out their pure cert. As mentioned before, check out emrapidbombs.supercast.com. That's our premium podcast, like the TikTok version of EM Board Bombs. But this is Rapid Bombs. Check it out. Appreciate everyone's support. Appreciate all the folks that have subscribed. A couple hundred folks now on EM Rapid Bombs. Pretty awesome. So really appreciate it. And 
Uh, we've had so many people listening to the podcast that we dropped throughout the week there. Check it out in our show notes as well. Thanks, everyone. See you next time. Thanks, Dr. Briggs. No, thank you, Dr. Hussain. No, thank you. You're welcome.